Triple Play Fantasy's basketball show with Doc, Coach, and Brass Dadamas starts now. This is the Triple Play Fantasy Basketball Show. I'm your host, Coach James Lewis, with my other co-host, Jacob Dunn. What's going on? Uh, nothing much, man. Less than two weeks until Christmas, so you know I'm feeling good. Made some homemade eggnog last night while watching Giannis and King James dominate. So it's been a successful weekend so far, my man. Oh, man, and I wish I had King James as a player of the week, but I was looking. He's like the 58th ranked fantasy player this year, and he's missed half the season. So it's if you insane. have him, I, I just feel I feel good going forward towards the the end of the season. I think they'll make a push and try to get themselves in standing where they're not in that seven eight you know bubble range where you have to go into play in. I think they're trying to avoid that. They're trying to hit 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 the six um, by the end of the season. And Anthony Davis has had a fabulous uh, oh, yeah. season overall and and fantasy season outside of his shooting. Um, so if you got him, you know, in the late first or, or second round, uh, you're feeling good about yourself a little bit. And then every, you know, oh yeah, the NBA is better when the Lakers are better and when LeBron James is actually playing basketball. And he definitely looked good. Yes, sir, he did. My goodness, he's, he's got a little chip on his shoulder. That's right. So we're trying to help you win your leagues. Uh, we're in the thick of things, as uh, Jacob mentioned, and uh, the waivers are hot, or you know, pickups are hot right now. Um, there's a lot of, you know, people are messing with their lineups and, um, there's some, there's some must adds and we're, we're going to kick things off. I'm going to send it to Jacob for, uh, the number one guy you need to get this week. All right, guys, Terrence Davis at this point, Terrence Davis needs to be rostered in all leagues and formats. His playing time was sporadic all season leading up to his past six games where he's averaging 18 points, 5.2 boards, 2.7 threes, 1.3 steals and a block. Now, there was some worry Harrison Barnes would return and bump Davis to the bench, but it was Medu who got the boot, and Davis stayed in the starting lineup, and it's clear why. Davis has enormous upside and is a triple-one threat, so three steals and blocks every single night to go along with scoring boards and field goal percentage. Terrence is only 24 years old and always presented upside in limited playing time in Toronto, but now it's his time to shine in Sacktown and and on your fantasy roster. So pick him up immediately. I mean, that's great insight there. And he's not afraid to shoot the ball in the last four games. He shot the no, ball sir. 17 times yesterday, 11, 16, and 14. And oh, he's yeah. shooting 52% in that time. And you mentioned his his defensive ability. And so even in almost limited minutes as far as like I guess starters are concerned he's mm-hmm. still producing and he's grabbing boards he's all over the place and they the new coaching staff they can't not play him that's right um, and in Sacramento you know how loaded their backcourt is it's mm-hmm. it's funny he just you know cream rises to the top that's and right. he has done that so um, Terrence Davis not a well-known player but it as Jacob mentioned he was very productive in Toronto in his mm-hmm. minutes that he got now, kind of a guy on the other end of the spectrum that you need to know and you need to add, uh, especially he's benefiting off of a Damian Lillard injury as far as well as Anthony Simons, who has just missed, missed some time as well. And that's Dennis Smith Jr., who's trying to have a revival there in mm-hmm. Portland Trailblazers. Uh, as you know, he's 
highly touted high school player, you know, second team all rookie that that first year in Dallas, and he was looking like the you know the guard of future before Doncic got there. He had rough stints with the Knicks in Detroit, but he's trying to find a home here in Portland. What stands out to me most is his high assist rate and the fact that he's not really shooting threes anymore. Mm-hmm. He he is known as not a great uh, three point shooter, and I think that he's kind of owning that and he's figuring out other ways to be productive and. In the last week, he averaged 15 points, five rebounds, six assists. That's a, that's someone you need to roster in any league. But then he's producing on defense, too. Um, mm-hmm. He's getting steals galore. He's getting blocks. And he's filling up every little part of the box score. So give me some Dennis Smith, especially shooting 53% um, in, in that Chauncey Billups uh, Portland Trailblazers team who plays no defense. But. Dennis right. Smith has been has been has been something to look forward to, and, and it's been something that you, you got to smile about his performance this past week. That's right. As long as Lillard and Simons are out, Dennis Smith is going to eat. So now we're going to go to Garrison Matthews. My goodness, man, Matthews has been on a tear. Here, here's here's a dude who came out of nowhere to absolutely ball out for the shorthanded Houston Rockets. All right. The 25-year-old has started the past seven games, averaging 17.7 points, 4.3 threes, 3.3 boards, and 1.3 steals while shooting 51% from the field in over 35 minutes per game. All right, so get on the Matthews train while it's full steam ahead, especially with Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green out of the lineup. All right, once KPJ returns, it'll get a bit murky, but I'm willing to add and start him everywhere until KPJ returns and keep him on the roster even when Kevin Porter returns because Kevin Porter Jr. has been in and out of the lineup with that thigh injury. All right. Whereas Matthews has been healthy and absolutely dominating. Yeah. And the sample size is two weeks, uh, four, over yeah. four threes a game. I mean, that, that that's putting you in a top five in the NBA range. Uh, he, he came on for the wizards late uh, after being pulled up from the G league. And he was a big part of that, team that uh, made a push in the playoffs. So um, Garrison Matthews is a solid player. And we always recommend here when shooters are shooting well, you need to grab them. Um, I think it's, it's not a coincidence that the Rockets went on a seven game winning streak when uh, Jalen green and Kevin Porter jr. And their bad shooting and and turnover ratio um, are out of the lineup. You, you insert in um, a guy that's just a very solid pro and, and then also a veteran, a guy that I'm recommending to pick up, yeah. uh, Eric Gordon, who is 36% rostered and 14% the last two weeks. And this sample size of his statistics are from the last two weeks. Uh, what strikes out to me as the most appealing thing here in Eric Gordon is his assists are at four per game. Yeah, He's shooting the highest field goal percentage he has in his career. And in the last two weeks, he's shooting 53%, giving you three threes. Um, his playmaking makes him a must own right now. And I've always kind of been off of the Eric Gordon uh, bandwagon because all he would do was give you points. But the fact that he's giving you assists and he's actually shooting this high of a percentage, um, you got to grab the grab the guy. Him and mm-hmm. Matthews are two must owns uh, right now. Absolutely. Chris Duarte. All right, everyone's favorite fantasy pickup earlier in the season is back with a vengeance over the past five games, averaging 14 points, 3.6 boards, 2.4 assists, 1.8 steals, and a three while shooting 46% from the field during that span. All right, the 
Indiana Pacers have been rumored to be pushing for a rebuild. And if Karis Lavert, Malcolm Brogdon, Sabonis, and or Miles Turner gets shipped out, it's only going to increase Duarte's value. So I'm considering Duarte a must-add due to fantastic play as of late and a lottery ticket stash in case Indiana wants to do a fire sell uh, of their vets. Absolutely. And we saw this line against the New York Knicks just uh, December 8, 23 oh, points on 9 of 11 shooting. You do that um, against the Knicks, uh, that, that's nothing to sniff at. And he's been that's able right. to play with multiple different lineups. He's not just a spot-up shooter. Um, he has playmaking ability, and he has really good size. Um, so uh, Chris Duarte is just a, so- a solid – I almost say a, like a safe guy for yeah. me, a safe pick. Uh, oh, yeah. Now – there are two twins tearing up the NBA. And yes, a lot of this has to do with the fact that there are injuries that or, or COVID that is, has prompted this. But Cody and Caleb Martin are having themselves uh, just a hot two weeks. And we're going to start sure. with Cody, who's um, been so- more solid, productive on the entire season. Mm-hmm. And he is 38% roster, 25% last week. Uh, he's averaging 16 points, six rebounds, four assists in that span, shooting over 50% from the field, giving you two steals and a block. That's checking all of the dots yep. on the list. And, uh, yes, the COVID, COVID Hornets are still going to miss some time this week. So he's a, <laughs> yeah. a must-own for at least uh, this following week. Yes. Uh, is twin brother. And if you have them standing next to each other, it's very hard to tell the difference. <laughs> uh, Caleb Martin and both of them are, are shooting guards, small forward eligible. They do similar things, but yes, they, they are different players. He's benefited off of a Jimmy uh, Butler injury. Who's, you know, it seems like every week he almost misses a game. I, I mean, I have him on my, on my team and it's, it's a bit frustrating, but when he plays, he's, he's outstanding. This is a guy that also, he can play with Jimmy Butler and, mm-hmm. and the rest of, the, of those players in the Miami Heat. Um, but he put his team on the back against Milwaukee. With He had 28 points, 9 of 12 shooting, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, three, 6 three-pointers made. So Caleb is a, a, the better shooter of the two, but, uh, you know, Cody can still knock, knock him down. Uh, for this week, um, give me some Caleb. Give me the Martin brothers um, in general. Uh, what's your, your takeaways on, on the Twins before uh, – I throw in my my sprinkling my last uh, guy for the pickup. I love these picks, man. And like you said, with the COVID Hornets, you know, like Cody Martin, at the very least, is going to get you steals. Like he has always been a steals streamer for me. But now that he has mm-hmm. all this opportunity, he can score. He can grab boards. He can dish out those dimes. So he definitely needs to be started as long as Rozier and Lamella Ball are out and Ish Smith. So he has a lot. He has a lot of opportunity uh and as far as caleb martin goes he is still looking at at least another week's worth of a lot of usage because butler jimmy butler just aggravated his bruised tailbone so you got to think that the Mm. heat are going to shut him down for a few games so caleb martin's going to stay relevant and he is the better shooter uh he doesn't steal as much as cody but he does steal all right and he makes more threes and he scores so uh, you know, if you are in need of steals, I would add Cody. If you are in need of scoring uh, and threes, uh, I would add I would add Caleb. And it's funny we're talking about defensive statistics, and we have yes, a sir. rookie that is one of the best uh, perimeter defenders that came out of this draft. Uh, Herbert Jones, Herb, 
Her. as I call them. Uh, 22% <laughs> rostered, 11% the last two weeks. This is a two-week sample size, so this is not like, you know, two, three games. Uh, he's giving you 10 points, four rebounds to assist, which is like, okay, that, that's all right. But when you're producing 1.4 steals, 1.3 blocks, that's the type of stats that are going right. to win you categories. Um, against Denver, 12-8, he gave us 19 points, seven rebounds, three assists. So, like, there's when you're, like, super, super excited because he's going to get you the stocks. But we can produce in some of those other areas – uh, Herb Jones is a, is, a, is, is a safe pick, as safe as it gets right now, yeah. and he's playing on a bad team, and mm-hmm. he's benefiting off of that. So uh, shout-out Herb Jones. Um, That's right. But to, to carry on on this uh, safe mountain, Jake Crowder, mm-hmm. uh, a key component to that Miami Heat uh, finals team, and yeah. he is averaging four threes per game this last week Ooh. and he's he's so odd and sometimes he just gets really hot from the three-point land and he did that in the bubble and he did that in, in, in on their way to to the finals and then guess what he went to the finals again with the suns mm-hmm. team which is probably to me the one one of the most beautiful teams to watch play basketball anytime they're I on agree. tv you need to catch that look at those stocks too give me a steal give me a block mm-hmm. um he produces a rebounds as well and and when he's hitting the three, he can really score the ball. He's shoot or shoot, and it's 54% in the last week. Um, give a safe pick on Jay Crowder, who is small forward, power forward eligible. Love it. Love it. Um, watch. We need to watch uh, Marvin Bagley. We told you to pick him up a couple mm-hmm. times. Yesterday he had 15 points, 10 rebounds. That's kind of where he's going to get his, his, yeah. his points and, and rebounds. Uh, he can't stay on the floor. He's getting – I don't know, nagging injuries, and then he doesn't play some games. It's, it's a real odd thing with a former number two overall pick, but if he actually gets sustainable minutes and he's healthy and he's power forward center eligible, he's still he's a rosterable with the, his production as far as uh, points, rebounds concerned. And, sh- and it's always shot up like a high percentage. And he's not afraid to shoot the three. I think some of this time not playing, uh, it's really got him working in lab. And I think that his, his three-point, um, shot has really improved mm-hmm. over his career. I agree. Yeah, man. So somebody on the watch list uh, for our guy, Jacob Dunn, is none other than Anthony Simons, guys. He's missed the last three games due to a sprained right ankle. His first chance to prove to Portland that he can be the future, and he sprains his ankle. <laughs> Just a brutal blow. But it's just he, unlucky. It's just, it's just unlucky. But he did returned to practice last Friday and could possibly make his return on Sunday. You know, with, with Lillard still on the men, Simons's outlook is a bit murky, but if Lillard is forced to miss more time, I'd stream Simons everywhere until Dame returns. Now, I will say that Damian did return to practice last Friday as well, but he does have that ab issue that's going to linger all season. So Simons is definitely a guy I would like to stash in deeper leagues, but watch him in shallow leagues. Yeah. There's a lot going over there in Portland. We don't know um, if they're going to have the same roster come into the trade deadline. Uh, Somebody on my drop list. And it made me actually think about Norman Powell, who's on my team, who just gives me points. He gives, he just doesn't get any rebounds. Uh, Norman Powell, I'm not telling you to cut him, but uh, he's somebody that, you got to think about, or if you can get a trade where you throw in a normal Norman Powell, like to like package it, 
Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's kind of fool's gold if you're going to try to try to grab him based on his, you know, he does produce 18, you know, 19 points a game. Uh, but I, you know, Norman Powell's not my, I have him on my team and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this guy. I'm not, I'm definitely not going to get him next year. He just doesn't produce over category. And then we're talking about categories league. Yeah. And so somebody, I, it's really tough because I really like this guy and um, what he was doing for the Hornets a couple of years ago was sheerly incredible. Um, 74% roster Devonte Graham. Mm-hmm. He's been cut, uh, you know, 2% last week. He, he's in the last week's stats, and this is similar to the season stats, like 10, it's more like 13, three rebounds, four assists. You like those assists, but the field goal percentage, I just cut him in one of my leagues, and I, I it's 11-cat cat league, and I've been winning 8-3, but this week I'm up, I'm up 10-1. I don't think that it's a coincidence. Yes, right. the 3.33s, he gets you a steal. That looks like intriguing. A couple of rebounds, assists, but a normal line, and I posted it here, uh, from December 5th is like nine points. He's three for 13 shooting. Like that crushes you. Yeah, he gets you three right. threes, but he like he shoots, you know, 10 of them in a right. game. So Devontae Graham, if you're, you know, somebody's coming off injury or you're really trying to plug, like plug a position, if there's, you know, a Terrence Davis, I think those guys are just more productive oh, yeah. right now. And I think you're better off getting rid of a guy that, you know, shoots 30% and, he shot 34 last year and he, you know, you know, 29 last week. Yeah, man. If you have Graham, you better have a bunch of big men who are who are just covering up for his poor field goal percentage. If not, yeah, he is an he is an easy cut for me as well. All right. So I'm glad we're on the same page there. That's that's right. kind of surprising just because he I don't know, he kind of has a name. Right. But uh the last guy on my watch list, I almost, almost forgot. Uh Brandon Boston Jr. There you go. Hello. Uh, his last game, he had 27 points. And, you know, the opportunities there uh, with uh, Kawhi Leonard. And I'm a, a guy that when we were covering the draft, uh, he was somebody that if I had a second-round pick, I'm using it because, yeah, you know, coming into the year before he played at Kentucky, you know, we're talking about top five, top ten pick uh, mm-hmm. out of Sierra Canyon. And his isolation is is incredible. He can really sh- shoot it. Yeah, he's, he's frail. Uh, but – I really opened my eyes in that November 29 G League performance when it popped up on my IG that he had dropped 46. My gosh. 15 of 20 shooting. He had nine threes. Uh, mm. he, he, he tapped in five five rebounds, uh, four assists. So his shooting percentage was porous at Kentucky, and the confidence was not there. And, you know, I, the tragedy of Ter- Terrence Clark, is his, his roommate, his buddy, I think that it really, you know, awoken him as far as, you know, taking things very, very seriously. And um, sometimes, you know, big life moments make you open your eyes a little bit mm-hmm. more. And I really think that uh, Brandon Boston Jr. is going to be a player in this league. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on him. And are you rooting for him as much as I am? Because I really am. I am, man. I mean, he he was not on my radar at all until you know he's just been killing it lately and that last december 8th game where he put up 27 points that really opened my eyes and five threes i mean four steals steals. oh my gosh absolutely my man so he's definitely he's definitely a deep league ad for me and you know if you are in a shallow league definitely put him on your watch list watch this man absolutely because he he goes another game where he's you know 15 to 20 range i think like 
you really got to give him a strong look, especially with Nick Batum just came back. Just didn't look yeah. normal, normal self. Yeah. And uh, uh, also, also Paul George is injured. Uh, he should return soon, but there isn't like a clear timetable. So he's definitely worth, worth a look for sure. Speaking of injuries, um, you have some injuries of note. I do, man. We're going to, we're going to go back to Damian Lillard. All right. Lillard had a cortisone injection in his abdomen last week and could return on Sunday. All right. It was reported, though, that Dame Time has been battling pain in his abs over the past few years, which is very concerning. Hopefully that cortisone shot helped Lillard, but I'm concerned the rest of the season for him. If you roster Lillard, I'd be hoping that he returns soon and balls out, then sell him immediately. Mm. That's all I got to say. What do you think about that, James? Man, I, I just love Dame, Dame and I just thought he was just going to break out this funk. And it's just an unlucky season where I just it's not nearly the same thing, but it reminds me a little bit of Carl Anthony Towns last year. It was just his luck was not on his side right. uh, last season. And uh, yeah, I I would sell. Uh, I'd, I'd get out on, on Dame. And I know people are talking about picking him because he's, he's got he's got to come back for a late right. se- season surge. But I just wouldn't. I wouldn't put my my eggs in that basket unless I'm I'm sitting there at like five six in my standing. If I'm near the top, I'm I'm not making that move because that could be uh, a downgrade. Uh, Joe Harris it. out for the season. That's, ah, that's a bummer. That's huge. Uh, I, I saw yeah. Cam Thomas getting some minutes though. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He he's, should be on the top of your watch list because you know he's, he's just a bucket getter supreme, and if he's gonna get minutes. Um, if, if Steve Nash and, and KD and, and those guys are, are out there believing in him and gets time, I was, you know, he finished the game yesterday. Uh, Cam Thomas, a guy on a watch list, I don't have a graphic for him, but you know, watch that guy. He averaged 25 a game last year in college, and uh, he's Oak Hill's all time leading scorer. So, with the likes of Carmelo Anthony, like, are you kidding me? So, right, that he, he's somebody that, that I would watch. Um, as far as a uh, game's concerned. Um, teams with two hmm. thunder, so uh, stay away from thunder guys this week. If you had this Shea, like you know, just understand it might not be the best, the best week for you, Jeremiah yeah. Robinson Earl. That might mean that you might have to cut him, yeah, because he's only got two and he's already a bubble fringe, you know, right. own roster role guy, so he might be the guy on, on that cut list. Mm-hmm. I'd be fine dropping him. Exactly. Sometimes you just got to you got to go with the with the teams that have games. Now the Warriors, the Suns, and the Raptors both have Monday and Tuesday games. So if you have extra picture pickups on your Sunday time uh, team, that might be a direction um, for you to go with. Maybe mm-hmm. a, maybe go get a, a Warrior. Maybe get uh, Jay Crowder if he's sitting there for a couple yeah. games. Maybe get uh, Precious Chua, who's still rebounding at a high rate over there. Yeah. Um, in Toronto, um, I just got to get a mensch on these players of the week because we're setting records. And I know we talk about fringe people that are free agents, but the stars oh, of our NBA uh, still need a shout out. Giannis just broke the Milwaukee Bucks all time leading blocks um, category, and he just put a prolific stat line. Oh, yeah. Uh, 41 points, 17 rebounds, five assists, three three pointers made, and five stocks. He is the number one <laughs> fantasy player. Oh, yeah, in the NBA. Oh, oh, my goodness, man. He was my number one going into this season, especially in points league. And he got me almost 80 fantasy points last night in a standard points league. I mean, oh my gosh, I love rostering him. 
so much fun. It, isn't it? Especially when he falls in your lap at like pick five. I don't know oh, what yeah. everybody was thinking. He's the center eligible. Of course, this line is against Houston. It says LA, but yeah, this is of course against the Rockets. And right. Christian Wood, Christian Wood is benefiting big time without the Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr. I saw like you can see it on the court. Like they just don't vibe. So I'm glad that for for Christian Wood as a Christian Wood owner, mm-hmm. I'm very excited with that. Those guys aren't playing now because he is eaten. Um, and we we got a guy, Wardell, <laughs> Steph Curry, Wardell that, is the first name. Yeah, how did I not know that? Yeah, his name he's named after his daddy, Del Ward- Curry. Oh, Dell. Yeah. See, I see. I didn't know that Dell was short for Wardell. Wardell yeah. Curry. That's awesome. I know it's it's funny. Like I I saw uh, some guy on IG, and he's like, "These are these guys' actual names." Funny, like uh, Bam Adebayo. His name is uh, Femi. Something um, weird. Yeah. Oh, Drees. And I saw it in Olympics the first time. I'm like, man, okay, that's funny. Um, so here we are. Uh, Wardall, Steph Curry. He's about to break the record, and he's gonna do it against oh, his yeah. brother. Dad's gonna be there. It's gonna be a beautiful moment. So you got you got to catch that on ABC. That's awesome. Um, and th- I just throw in a chill line from this week. And, you know, thirty-one points <laughs> on fifteen and nineteen shots, uh, seven assists, seven threes. Oh. He played thirty-one minutes against Orlando. He is your second-rate fantasy player, and um, the Warriors, of course, are just. You know, must see TV anytime they get on. And Steph Curry's still in his prime. He's going to just shatter this record completely. 100%, so, man. And they never call fouls on him. Like, he needs to go to the free throw line more. But they refuse to blow the whistle when he gets knocked down after every three. But, hey, man, he's still getting it done. Like you said, a chill line is like a monstrous line for anyone else. I mean, like, Curry, Wardell is just on another level, man. On a buzzer, uh, you got any other guys you got in the watch? I, I, forgot um yeah to mention a couple yeah man super quick O'Shea Brissett of the Pacers this is like a deep league watch but if the Pacers decide to fire sell all their vets Brissett has proven last year when he started the last 16 games I mean he averaged 13 points seven boards two threes a steal and 1.2 blocks I mean he he would be a league winner if they ship out Turner and or Sabonis. Uh, so keep your eye out on O'Shea Brissett. And another guy is Rui. I Hatton just wanted I, I, oh, I wanted ahead. to mention before you, you talk about Rui, uh, O'Shea last year, uh, it, it was Turner that went down. And he helped right. win me my fantasy championship <laughs> picking up at the end of the year. So uh, yeah, shout out O'Shea. And uh, yeah, yeah, that is interesting because it finally looks like Indiana Pacers are going to shake it up a little bit and, right. and look to maybe rebuild. 100% man. Uh, and then the other guy is Rui Hachimura. All right. The latest reports is that Rui is traveling with the Wizards on the upcoming road trip and hopes to participate uh, in contact practices and five on five. So his return is imminent, uh, you know, and he is always good for those points, boards and field goal percentage with a little bit of everything else sprinkled in, you know, and, you know, he only has Denny. Uh, um, Avia. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, and Davis Bertans to actually compete for minutes, so he should see minutes uh, right out of the gate, and it and they should progress as the season goes on. So uh, I would definitely put him on your watch list and maybe add him because it sounds like he is returning and he is available in eighty percent of Yahoo leagues. Yeah, and he and he's a chill on uh, you know thirteen yeah. five uh, shoots a decent percentage. I I think uh, 
I, at first I was worried because the Wizards have been, been doing so well this year, right. but I'm I'm intrigued to kind of see if he can bring some breath of, of fresh air. He, he's definitely an aggressive, energetic player, and uh, I'm hoping that yeah. he brings a spark because the Wizards have been um, struggling a little bit lately after you know making their way to first place in the Eastern Conference. So, right, um, let's get Crazy. let's get Rui back. I'm um, I'm ready to to see him. I mean, he's a former lottery pick, and um, yeah. week nine. It's exciting. Let's go, um, man. Cheers. This is a good one, my friend. Um, and I will see you next week. Uh, again, this is Triple Play Fantasy Basketball. Please follow our pod, our YouTube channel, and uh, we'll be bringing it at the heat every week.